Welcome back to the King Belly Podcast. Very special episode of the King Belly Podcast this week. Super Bowl Sunday, right after the big game. First of all, first things first, congratulations to Tom Brady on winning six championships. I definitely think that we should give this man his roses while he can smell them. Too often, we wait for people to die to realize how much of a legend they are. We wait for people to retire to realize how much of a legend they are. And this man, Tom Brady, is clearly the greatest quarterback of all time. 41 years old. Just got to his ninth Super Bowl appearance. That's more appearances than some franchises in the NFL right now. And now his six rings is more rings than some franchises in NFL history, which is crazy. But um, nonetheless, I had a couple of friends and family come on a podcast after watching the Super Bowl to give their reaction to the big game. And that didn't last too long. That didn't last too long. Because that quickly turned into a conversation about relationships, choosing the right person, finding the right person, and things of that nature. I'm not even quite sure how it got there. But I appreciated it nonetheless. It was a pretty good conversation. And then I sat down with my best friend, Shanice, this past weekend. I think we had this conversation on Thursday. Is a conversation I recorded on Thursday about cloudy behavior, as she likes to call it. Cloud chasing behavior that we in our generation tend to exhibit on social media. And what we could do to curb that. And the dangers of that. We also spoke about how black women feel about black men. A very sensitive topic for most people because... There seems to be a very big disconnect between black men and black women, and that's something that we need to mend before it's too late. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, actually, no, one more thing on my mind before we get into the episode. Definitely want to keep 21 Savage in my prayers. Um, that whole situation with him getting arrested by ICE has, is, is very sus to me. Um, this is a young man who stayed out of trouble for the past couple of years, been doing pretty good for himself and his family. Um, by, um, Keeping just, you know, positive energy around him, being very honest and true with himself about his emotions and his past and, you know, just overall growing up and overall growth. And um, for them to now come for him at this moment in time, at this juncture in his life, is very strange to me. So that's a, that's a story that I'll definitely be keeping an eye out on for the next couple of days. It's a story, I think the story broke about uh, either today or yesterday. I haven't had much time to um, really dig deep into it so I don't want to report on it like I know about it but yeah I'm definitely keeping my eye on that situation that now that whole thing is sus to me but um you know the vibe you know where to find me right now if you don't Spotify Apple Music iTunes Google Play SoundCloud how about this do me a favor as well while you're at it I want you everybody everybody listen to this episode I want you to send this episode to every single group chat that you're in and remind them to listen to it and subscribe to the podcast and now here's our conversation yeah, Brandon's my co-host for the night. What's wrong with that? Now she's finna. I live from Cambria Heights, New York. Reaction to the Super Bowl. I'm joined by friends and family. Brandon's here. Kamaya's here. Sonya's here. Mommy and friends name again. I forgot. Kiana. Kiana's here. Camille's here. Olivia's here. Williams here. There's so many people here. Daniel's here. Carly's here. Valerie's here. No, her name is not Valerie, right? It is, it is Valerie. Valerie. I knew it was something with a yeah, V. We call her Valdo. Rob's here. I said the Rob already. B Red G in the spot. Don't make it hot. Who the fuck is B Red G? Who's B Red G? That's what they call me in the hood. <laughs> we gonna talk. Yo, who do you think ta- you? Are? Who do you think you are? Yo, I'm that nigga. You heard? We gonna talk about the Super Bowl. It was horrible. I ain't gonna lie. Pats suck. If you a Pats fan. Suck my dick. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Whoa, whoa. 
Relax. Really? I'm starting it off early. It's no, no, panic no, no. We, hours. We, we can keep it everything. It's panic hours, yeah. It's panic hours. So, so, how do you how do you feel about the game? I know you're a Cowboys fan, but how do you feel? Brady Brady just won the sixth ring. It's, it's, he on Jordan. He on some Jordan shit now. Yeah, the, the devil make it happen for them. That's all I gotta the say. The devil. The devil make it Don't happen. Bring that for energy them. in his crib. <laughs> nah, but yeah, he deserve it. They played against a trash team. That's all I can say. So you rather see the Saints? Is what you're saying? I'd rather see the Cowboys versus the Patriots. <laughs> Let's be realistic. Let's be realistic here. That's not happening. Cowboys is the number one team in the NFC. Don't make it hot. <laughs> well, so yeah, back back to the game. Back to what we actually just finished seeing. Um, I would definitely say that. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really big on defense. Whether we're watching basketball or football, I'm just not really big on defense. I'm an offensive kind of guy. Yeah, but defense wins games. No. Defense was championships. And that's what they just won. And I'm starting to understand this thing, you know, offense was games, defense was championships. It makes more sense to me. Yeah, the first three quarters, it was a 3-3 game. Nobody was really scoring. The defense was on smash on both ends of the ball. And then Tom Brady being Tom Brady find a way to get a basket. Not get a basket, excuse me. Look at that. I'm still thinking about ball. Get a, um, get a touchdown. After the second half, the Patriots always come back strong, and they won. Offense was on point. Edelman was on point. Gronk was on point, and they won. <laughs> oh, we can throw the back now, but this, uh, I can't. I can't really say I'm surprised. To be honest with you, um, it's um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna want the lemonade. Don't throw the lemonade out, especially the simple lemonade. Let me get that. One. Yeah, yes, let the, me get some of that ginger ale too. Make me a cup. Now, nah, so nah, this is live, girl. We live right now. Yeah, we not stopping anything. But nah, I'm gonna keep it stacked. I don't really have much to say about the Super Bowl. You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't a high scoring game. I was expecting a high scoring scoring game. Um, this is probably the last thing the NFL won in a low scoring Super Bowl game because fans love the, the high octane offenses, and nobody wants to see defenses. Uh, yeah, we ain't, we we ain't gonna watch the Super Bowl no Super Bowl no more. It's over. Why not? Why not? Huh? Yeah. Why not? I think we should still watch I'm it. I'm dealing with cap. What now it is, but you was you was definitely here cheering on though. Exactly, you was Rams upset that you got squad. here late. As a matter of fact, I wanted to see my sisters perform. You missed it, and I, I went home. Hold on, hold on, come come closer, come come on the mic, come on the mic, come on the mic. I don't want you, I don't want you yelling. I missed my sisters perform. Wait, who are you? First of all, introduce yourself. I'm Kamaya. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. Hello, Kamaya. I really wanted to see the opening performance of Chloe, uh, Chloe and Chloe and Haley. Yeah. And, and why didn't you see it? I, mean, I don't. I don't get it. It started. This, the Super Bowl started um, around six thirty. The Super Bowl started a little late. Right. Shout out your grandma. <laughs> what are you talking about? We'll, we'll get to the Grammy after. Yeah, after we'll, get get to the Grammy. we'll get to the Grammy afterwards. Um, I was currently watching a different uh, world, and I didn't realize the Super Bowl started. But when I did realize, I was really hoping that you know they would have switched up the game and sang the national, the black national anthem. You know, you don't have to sing. Oh, sick. <laughs> like, I really wanted them to stand out. It's Black History Month. Like, come on. You could have. <laughs> she ain't sitting in front of the bus for nothing. For no now. reason. Amen. On. Speak on it. Speak on it. She sat in the midsection. It was the midsection. Rosa stood our ground, okay? And we thank Rosa. And we thank Harriet. We thank Frederick. We thank Sojourner. We thank all of them. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and and the game was trash. Like it was terrible, 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 terrible. Like they should they get played 
to to score more than that. They should have scored more than this. Like this is your career. You could have done better. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And, and how do how do we feel about the soup? That's the soup. I'm bugging. Yeah. Uh, what's the shit called? The halftime show. Halftime show. show? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I feel like the halftime show could have been better and it could have been longer. Like. The no halftime show was pretty sorry. long. The show was long. I had well, time to go outside, walk around, and come back. They a, they it didn't catch party. my attention. Maybe that's what it was. I mean, they need a I don't remember. I don't remember what's your name. Adam performing. People didn't want to do it because they were Cap. Yeah, we kneel. So so wait. So, no, I couldn't kneel because I was cold. So, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. A lot of people didn't want to do it because you know everybody's quote unquote boycotting the NFL. Mm-hmm. So now, what do we say if Travis Scott takes the money that he got from this yeah, from the NFL performance and donates it to charity? I mean, that's the least is he, he can is do. Is he still wrong for that? Yeah. Would you judge him if he doesn't donate it? I mean, I can't judge him. He's making more money than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> he he has a platform that I don't have. You right. know what I'm saying? I so whatever saying. he does, he can do. But at this point, if he wants to donate it, that that would be great. There's a lot of injustice in the system, and there's a lot of us as a community who are suffering. It would be great if he, you know, took the money that he got and helped someone in need. She is. Nah, she is on the low. Rosa Thank Parks. You. What I'm talking about? Young Rosa. Let them hate. Snap, snap. You got something that. to say, Olivia? Olivia, you got something to say? Word, step to the mic. Any input? The Phoenix Shella <laughs> The big she, Patriots fan. She, she's a big Patriots fan. Um, honestly, like, I don't got much to say. The, the game spoke for itself. I mean, the game was whack, but at the end of the day, they still won. So, so are, you, are you proud of your team? I mean, are you proud of their performance? Nah, nah, nah. I'm a realist, and that wasn't good. So. I, mean, I respect it. Thanks. Kobe, you don't want to talk Because I'm respectable. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to talk about your pets? No. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Kobe. It's his birthday. Happy birthday. Wait, oh, shout out to Kobe. Shout out to me. My birthday's next week. No. Uh, no. We're talking about, we're talking about Kobe's uh, birthday today. Birthday. I'm talking about my cousin. I'm turning yeah. 25 again. <laughs> well, then. How did we end up here? Again? Again. Again. After 25, the clock stops. <laughs> Y'all need to talk about that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? After 25, the clock stops. William, step to the mic. I know you have something to say before you leave. Come talk about Maroon 5. Talk about anything. We don't got to talk about the Super Bowl. I know you... How, I'm about to ask you how you feel about the commercials. I know you pay attention to the commercials. Those commercials were trash, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I do not like it. The only yeah, one that was good was the one. His name is William. He's a virgin. William, you get violated. Come, speak of yourself. What? I didn't even see Yes, you did. You're too liar. They take me for idiot. Brandon, where's all this talk you were talking about podcast after dark? Now it's calm. We got to set the tone. We talking about... I I think the tone is set. We we talking about sports right now. You're not talking about sports. The tone is set? Yeah, I think the tone is set. We had 30 points tonight. We talking about bowling right now? This is not only about basketball. It's about everything. Podcast after dark. Everybody was giggling in the house. People don't want to talk now. Curry did have 30 and 11 tonight, though. Shout out to him. 
in Boston one. There's a female here named Sonya. She don't want to talk right now. Why y'all so spicy tonight, son? No, because you We just had a good Because you had a lot to say without saying We just had a lot to say. We just had a good bonding, half family, half friends. You know? Regular night. Why you grilling me like this? You're speaking. I was looking at you while you spoke. Why your voice went that high? Oh, my. Yo, what's up? What did I do? Stop attacking my friend. Why you a mouthpiece? You had three mouthpieces tonight, so what are you talking about? Because they know my body. And she know my body. All right. Everybody know everybody. Just come here twinning and y'all want to gang up on me? What I do? What am I, what I do to you? <laughs> right. So where do you want to go next? Where do you want to go next? We could talk about emotional females. What about them specifically? There's a lot of them out in this world. They think men are the victims. So emotional females think men are the victims. Yeah. Man. How does that work? Yeah. Let me talk. Hold on, You got niggas like me out in this world. It's a therapy session. It's a therapy God. session. I'm a recovering savage. Life coach Young will fix my life. <laughs> <laughs> a recovering savage. I'm a recovering savage. And I, all I do is the good things, I please them. <laughs> and I'm still doing wrong. How you please them? <laughs> Got something called the demon dick. Wow. <laughs> what that is <laughs> honestly to make it sure it's just good wood say that again good wood so who makes the decision to involve them with the demon dick as you like to call it I leave the choice up to them so it's only their decision of it's course. not two way street of course really they get what I put out so you're now admitting that you also have an involvement in this because you just said you they get what you put out. I don't use my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a mind of his own is what you're saying. You feel me? Oh my God. I can't make this up. This is real talk. And how long has this been going on? From the age of 15. <laughs> Early start. Yeah. What made you want to recover all of a sudden? I was hurting females. And I was like, I had an epiphany. And I had bad karma. Mm. Shout out to my exes that left me. I apologize. <laughs> how, how did the bad karma make you feel? I was hurt. So according to what Carolee said, you tried to repent and get baptized. I didn't get baptized because of that. I got baptized because I went through a lot and I needed a clean start. And I also prayed and read the Bible. And that changed my life. Praise God. And I got dipped twice. Yes, correct. So I'm super clean. The dirt and rub off the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so how, 
How has your life changed since you've been dipped twice? Right. <sighs> I'm still single. There's certain females that want to change me or make me cuff, but I'm not with it. Sonia. We're not calling out names, but what else? Besides you still remaining single, is the single life helping The single life is great. Ain't nobody tell me what to do. I do what I want, regular. How has the single life helped you in a positive light? More sex. I mean. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Again, how has the single life helped you in a positive light? Like, you talked about being dipped twice. You just mentioned, you just <laughs> mentioned a positive light. Oh, man. What, you know what I mean. What's your definition of positive? Let's start there because my <laughs> definition may be a little different. Hey, I changed as a person. I'm calm. I'm nicer. I'm approachable. And I give more females the option to talk to me. Okay. Yes, I do. And then you just magically just slide in, right? No hands. It don't work like that. I give them a shot at love. And either, really no. Either they miss or they make it. So what happens when they fall in love? <sighs> Bruh. <laughs> what do you do at this point? Because I'm a little confused. So far, I've been getting the emotional ones, so I leave them. It's funny because um, earlier today we were having a conversation um, about you having kids or something along the lines of that. And um, everybody in the room agreed that you're going to have a bunch of daughters. How'd that make you feel? Uh, it's true and false. How can I, something be true and false? Let's say this one. If I didn't change my life, then yes, I would have daughters. But I changed, so it's straight boys I'm going to have. Strictly boys? Strictly. How has your life changed? Excuse me. <laughs> the audience wants I, to know how's I, your life changed. I already answered this. I'm humble. I'm a nice young man now. I do things differently. Treat women better than I did before. Well, are you 100%? I'm a thousand. Maybe a million. So are you looking for a relationship? Well, see, just because you're a recovering savage and you treat your woman differently doesn't mean you automatically have to jump into a relationship. Yeah, facts. That I'm not. True. But I mean. I'm not. I'm not. It's funny though because it's funny because you know he's he's admitting to being a recovering savage and he's clearly doing better. But and I'm looking heard better one too. One person congratulate him on that. Do you? you know, do you think it's just a lot of it's a lot of badgering, don't you? I got I got a lot of haters. I want to congratulate you both on that. Thank just, you. Do you think females are taking advantage of you because you're a recovering savage? Oh yes. You sound like you know me very well. <laughs> they take advantage of me. So I do things for them. Take them out. I'm loving, kind, and they just take me, take my kindness for granted. Wow. So, what do you do to try to stop it? To try to save yourself from going back to your ways of being a savage? I leave them. Leave them all together. Give them good wood and leave. So, so um, the. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Man. <laughs> so, so how 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 is this conducive to the overall? Quote unquote Covering savage image Alright I'm gonna keep it a bug Maybe I'm still a savage <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie I'm just a nicer savage Like I, I care If that care makes now. sense I care now At least you care now Before you just weren't caring Yeah I was Be just Be conscious of the, of the other person Exactly And their feelings But I am looking for a relationship 
Danielle. Oh, thank you. I mean, I was just waiting for that answer to be. We kind of. I have a question. So you said females, you know, you love them, you show them. No, 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 no. Sorry, you give. I don't. Hold on. I love them when they leave me. Why do you love them when you leave? When they leave I don't know. That's where I get feelings. How does that work when you're trying to be in a relationship, or you would like to be in a relationship? My wall is up. Okay, so that's a question that we so should look where, into. Where, all right, so but, but talk about the wall. Where the wall came from? <laughs> where the wall came from? <laughs> where the wall came from? All right, we ain't gonna get too personal. Right, we don't. Yeah, we don't gotta get too. Feel me? No names and nothing like that, right? but. I was, I was, just let's just say I did a lot of dirty stuff back in the days. I messed with friends, best friends. That's calm, okay. You know, regular. accidentally messed around with them. Yeah, dipped in the tree of danger. Yeah, you feel me? But you know. But did you think that was appropriate? Especially that your friends. Well, at the time, I was horny. That's the truth. Now, I'm thinking. I'm saying no to certain girls because after I hit. It's not interesting. So back in the day when you started your, your little shenanigans, you got hurt again. I started hurting females. So you started the trend. Correct. And they came back and hurt you and then you bust your hurt. <sighs> no. I hurt them. Then I told them to forgive me you told her you asked it was a little both and she didn't forgive me mm-hmm. so uh, i had to move how i move well, do you still communicate with this person Nah, she's a big dub <clears throat> so do you know what you want in a relationship of course you gotta like harry potter you gotta, you gotta like Game of Thrones. Now it. Let's talk about like the physical, like attraction, ambition, like not who cares about Harry Potter and. Uh, <laughs> that's important, important to me. Son, look at that. Like, they they tearing down okay. the. What's important to me? Tearing it down, but I want to get a girlfriend. Right. right now he's he's telling you what exactly. Yeah, I'm he's telling you exactly what it is. Like Game of Thrones is a big thing, but I want to get deeper. Like you understand? Ain't really that deep. If she's funny, she can handle me because my temperature be on a thousand. Yeah, we know. She gotta know my body facts. But you gotta give him credit. He's starting there. This is a man that has a wall up, so you have to start where the person is. Exactly. You got a wall up, right? Correct. What what you think is gonna take for that wall to come down? The right female to act right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, are you giving those females a chance? No. When you say act right, what you mean? I don't want no arguments. That's what I deal with. Arguments. You just want to be relaxed. Yeah, I just want to be relaxed. Calm vibes, bro. You feel me? All I want is calm vibes. When I get off of work, oh, do you want me to get you some food? Yes. Some freak vibes. All that. So what happens when you're not working? She get off work. You bring her food? I'm rubbing her feet. Oh. Massages. Sucking our them too. No, I'm suck foot. <laughs> Sucking toes through socks. I'm right. suck foot. I'm <laughs> suck foot. Fire. Yeah, that's the Beijing king. I'm not like that. I rub a foot. I cook too. 
What's your cook, bro? Shrimp and white rice. That's a calm meal, not too calm many calories. Meal. Not too many calories. You feel me? We healthy over here. Right. I, I chef it up sometimes. <laughs> so I have a question. What are we going to do to like kind of change the vibes of you and these quote-unquote females that you're attracting? Honestly? Like, what do you think it is about you that attracts them to you? This workout is tiring. Chill. <laughs> Get off the bike. <laughs> Get off the bike. Honestly, I don't know, man. If you got any friends, you could swing in my way. Well, I need to learn about you a little bit first before I try to... Um, I just told you I'm a good guy. I get it. But I think that there's more than... I'm dark-skinned. I'm handsome. He's baptized. And I'm Why baptized. It's a stand-up guy, man. And I'm official. And what does that mean? Real right. What does that mean? Too much questions. Then you're not official. You can't do it. Don't mind her. That's my sis. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to help, you know, dig deep, figure you out. I'm 6'2 and handsome. You are not 6'2. Six six two. Two. <laughs> Why y'all doing that, son? <laughs> Came for him for what? <laughs> nah, I'm lying. I'm five nine. Five nine is valid though. <laughs> as long as you told her the girl, that's all that matters. Really? Mm, I don't really care too much about height. She could be tall, short. She could be taller than you. Yeah, if she if she look good. No. She, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't talk to a guy that's shorter than y'all. No. I'm done and I can't. Maybe I'm like four ten. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as as long as she's if she's tall, so you can't. They could be the same. They could be the same height. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. If she's tall and we arguing and she look down on me, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. That could kill someone's ego. Yeah, I'm out. But I'm five eight and a half, five nine, and I like to wear heels, so I'm not trying to towel over you. What if you're so? What if you're so made? Same height is okay and taller. With yeah, heels on. Yeah, yeah, with you, yeah. My soulmate, God is gonna have to work on. So now you telling, now you telling God, oh, to work on, okay, to, to work, work on, on you. I'm not, I'm not. I thought she was gonna say God's gonna have to find. Else, no. So you pray for a relationship? I don't pray for a relationship. I pray whenever a relationship is presented to me that I'm ready for it. Because I do know mm. I have some selfish. Thank you. Second, <laughs> I have some selfish tendencies. I do have um, some communication skills that I can work on. Mm. And, um, yeah, there's a lot that I know that if someone's like, yo, let's let's do this. I'm like, sure, but, you know, <laughs> they're going to be like, yo, we got a lot to work on. So I do pray that God touches my spirit and my whole being to prepare me for a relationship. I, I prayed too, and all he sent me was emotional ones. Well, I think there's a difference between accepting what God sends you and finding what you want. There's a difference. Like, you can think that this is what God is sending you, but because there's a need that you have at the moment that you're not too aware of, you're going to think that whatever is coming to you now is what God sent you. That was deep. So, so how do you know, though? How do you know if, how you know if this is who God sent and, and, and this is just somebody that you lust to know? So this is... Something that you have to continue to build your relationship with God. It's with. the master. Like, it's the master God speaking. <laughs> <laughs> like 
honestly, it is hard. Life is hard. Temptation right. will Discernment show its relationship. Way. Right. You yeah. have to learn that. And the devil knows your weaknesses. You need to fix your face. The devil knows your weaknesses. Thank you. He knows Yo. your wants. So you got to have that he relationship with him. Uh-oh. Really? The devil? How you know? What? You mean how he knows. That's crazy. He pays more attention to you than you do yourself. Jack and S? Nah, that's facts. Because there's one point I wanted to not have sex anymore and be celibate. And he was just throwing box at me. So. <laughs> what? I do remember him saying that. Though. I remember you said Yo, he originally got rebaptized. I said I was going to stop. Yeah. And son, it was lit. But you also lit. have to learn how to fight temptations. You can't fight if the leg's open. <laughs> Wait, so, so let me ask you a question. Why, why? Brandon, you should know people's intentions. If they're going to come to your house, not just you know they're not just going to go to just, you know, like watch TV. Like... Nah, some people be wanting you to think that. Exactly. They said they're going to Netflix and build. Mm. Netflix and build. <laughs> yeah, but do you, you honor that? Do you honor that? When she said Netflix and build, I was like, that's different. So. Okay, and then she when she got to that shit. point. You feel me? Yeah, like when things changed, like why didn't you like push back? Because you knew like you wanted to be celebrated. Is she making a move or you making a move? Yeah, act like temptation is something that you just walk away from. Temptation is out there, right? Temptation is everywhere, yeah. I'm going to keep it a buck. Once the pants was off, I couldn't fight it. (laughs) I was weak. The flesh was weak. I was weak. The flesh was weak. I was weak. The flesh was weak. is jokes. But then, yo, you're single. Is there a reason why? <laughs> is there a reason why you're single? Yeah. And what is that? One, I'm working on myself, and two, I haven't like found anyone that has grasped my attention, and also no one has gra- came towards me or gravitated towards me. So it's not like it's like you know at the end of the day you just have to keep it moving, focus on yourself, do what you gotta do, get your goals done, and when that person comes, it comes. Do I pray for a relationship? Yeah. I have my list of what I want in a husband written down. Wait, wait. <clears> you said like relationship and then you jump to husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> they so get there anyway. You, you have to get... You, in order to find a husband, you have to get to a relationship. Right. But I'm just confused because, like, you can start off and then build. But it sounded like relationship husband. Like, you know, sometimes things happen in the middle where the person that you're in a relationship... They may they not show it. you. Yeah, they right. may not make it to the finish line. So I feel that, no. How picky are you with your list? Uh, I'm... I'm picky about it. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't necessarily say I'm picky, but I'm not going to settle. Okay. So, like, I have my list. I know what I want, and I know what I deserve. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like, no, at the no, end of the day, I shouldn't settle for nothing less. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us something that's on your list? Um, deal breaker. A deal breaker? Family oriented. Mm. Uh, they don't want kids or they don't want any type of like family or connection. That's definitely out of the question. That's a red flag. I, <laughs> that's a flag. That's a red flag. I definitely, oh, personally, what, what I want kind of kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of red flag is that? So, I'm very into family and stuff like that. I don't so, know how I explain it. When you, family it, relationships kind of go off of how you deal with people in general. Like, if, like they say, how people treat their parents is how exactly. they will treat me. So, like, if, 
if you can't even, I know that things happen with people's families, but there has to be at least like one, one person you can communicate with or have a decent relationship with. Mm-hmm. If you don't talk to all of your family, something wrong. I mean, unless it's like a circumstance where, but know. that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it says a lot. That's Some people feel really, really. <laughs> the mic is no. over here. Anyway, what about you, Sonya? Why are you single? Because I haven't found the right person. What do you think is stopping that? I'm sorry, you didn't hear me. What do you think is stopping that? Well, I'm not looking for. Oh, you're not looking for one. Interesting. Go on. That was it, period. What about you, Val? No, I haven't gone for one. You don't want a relationship? Or you're not ready? I'm not looking for one. Wait, how how do we even get to relationships? Uh, I think it should happen. Jumping, jumping. Yeah. Naturally. Do you think you got to start off as friends first? Yes. 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 That's how you're going to get to the end game. Um, I have a question. Do you guys think that, do you guys feel that you have, like, met a person but at the wrong time, like, the right person, but just the wrong timing? That I makes sense? That thing happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I do. I think you, I think you can meet the right person just at, like, the wrong time. Oh, I thought you meant personally. Have that, has that happened to you? No, I'm saying in general. Like, do you believe oh. that you can meet the right person, but it's just... Literally the wrong timing. But there's another saying. Yeah. With that, True. With the, when is the time work? When is the right timing? What makes the time right? Is it the wrong, wrong timing to you, or right. is it could be the right time? And you're not ready for it. Yeah. It could be a lot of things that come in between. You know, like random. Honestly, like that person's the right person, but like emo- mentally they're dealing with a lot. So um, that also deals with sacrifice. Like, what are you willing to put up with? What are you willing not to put up with? Right. So, like, you can you could be on two. Back to the list. You can be on two. Like, roles so were they and, the right person for you if you weren't able to go through with their struggle that they were going through at the time, or be able to be supportive for them? Well, what if you find a person that's on your list, but you're not in the space to? That could be a wrong time too. If you're just not in the space to start that TBH. But what if that person's yeah, on your she, list, but you're not that? on their list? <laughs> then that's just not that's, the right person. That's, yeah, that's literally on two spectrums. Right. But what if the person don't get that? You got to go on, move on, Sally, move on. Or put it up I think it's light. all about timing, too. Because some people, you can put it all out there and say, yo, this is what it is, A, B, C. But then you could put it out straight out there, plan, plan, and they still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Do you so. believe in the saying that you probably already met that person? You just don't know it yet? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I do. A lot of people... Get married to people friends, that they were... they be like, oh, it's my best friend, and like two years later, oh, I'm married to him. You know what I'm I noticed a lot? Like... A lot of people that were in relationships for years, like they high school sweethearts, college sweethearts, they break up, and then they end up being with someone that they like were friends with, and say they dated for like six, six months, they end up getting married. Yeah. And I think it's just so funny, because it's like, well, you were with somebody for like five years, and that's the thing. It wasn't even happening, but, but like, you that's all about timing. That's all about timing, too, because it's like... Yeah, we were together two, three years or whatever. 
and then it doesn't work out six months later or whatever the case may be, you find someone else and then I get it's like that connection. At six months it's like, all right, why wait? You see it, why wait another two, three years to just go for it and get married, you know? But then you just have to think, like, this is what prayer comes into it, like, is this really the right person for you? Like, you just have to put your faith that you know what you're doing and God has put this person in your life. You know? Some good content. I feel about people who get married after like being with a person for like three, four months. Oh, like Cardi and Ozark? A year. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, seriously. Um, because there are people who have marriages and they met like last. I and it's say, lasted for like twenty years. You mean like, like back in the day? Like, but I feel like that. I mean, I know a couple who did it, and they're I'll happy. Be, I'll be honest with you. If I see something like that, the first thing I'm thinking, is she pregnant? She's pregnant. <laughs> if she's not pregnant, one of them need their papers. <laughs> no. But that's the society we live in. We exactly. Those are the two things that. that. I think what society, society has wired us to think that we should be dating for two, three years. Because me personally, yeah, two, three years mm-hmm. before, you know, Listen. we get the ring. But that could be honestly different. It could yeah. be a different so, so thing. So do you guys believe in love at first sight? I don't know what that is. No, I don't believe in love at first sight. No. No. But I do, no, I don't. Because that's your infatuation. Exactly. Yeah. That shit don't last. Like, if you see them, I right, cool. But if you're having a conversation with them, and you're like, hmm. Like that's that honeymoon phase. Mm. That could be that honeymoon phase, and it could be something that, like, something in my soul or my spirit <clears throat> clicks with you. Like, there's something that is saying, like, yo, I think if we go get a relationship, that sounds wrong, but if we <laughs> end up being in a relationship together, I think it will work. There's something that attracts me to you, and there's something that's compatible about you mm-hmm. that fits me. But then over time, you start noticing things that, like, nah. There, they could be some compatibility, and there could be some things I'm like, ah, that's a that's something that grinds my gear, and I'm not willing to put up with this. How do you guys feel like you're with someone, you get married, and then you see their true colors? That's why you don't get married within like four months. But it's not, it's not even about. But that that is true. It also happens for two years, and sometimes you can see the true colors. Like, how do you? What do you do? Like, what's next? Well, I mean, you just married. get a married now. Just get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you see the true colors after like four or five months. Nah, no. some people really? because a lot, especially in the Adventures world, we don't believe in shacking up. So when you move in after you're married, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> when you move in after marriage and you start to see different sides, sides, sides and characters, you say that you you don't really know somebody till you move in with them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's another thing, too. You can learn a lot about looking at a person's room, too. I mean, like... Oh, facts. You can can say, like, you you don't know a person until you live with them, but you can learn a lot by looking at them. Nah, they could have just cleaned before you came. Nah, bro, you got to consistently... I got some dinner for you. You got to do some pop-ups. Check the car, check the house. Talk to their friends, talk to the family. Check if they're close. So now you're stalking them. Yeah, you're stalking them. Now you're getting to know them. Mm-mm-mm. But when you live with them, you basically just see if they're clean or not, really. 
But it's not you even see, about being clean. It can happens. deal with finances because That's at the time when you get say. married, well, before you're married, you don't share finances, or whatever, and then you get married, you join different things. Yeah, why don't like why don't why don't people discuss finances prior to getting married? I don't I don't know why people don't wait. Pay, yeah, some people do when they go to counseling. They've never <laughs> thought about it before. Of course. And then you really because once you get married to somebody, when you take on any debt, yes. yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. But there's a lot of couples that have. Combined accounts. Oh yeah, no, no, and no. And then they have separate. Yeah, I think. Yeah. But a it lot of people. I'm gonna like, have I a feel separate. Like you should have a joint, and then, and then, and then you have your own, your like, own because like, like you don't want people checking. Yeah, I need to have my own. Right, so you could be able to do what you want. I mean, still stay within the finances, like the budget or whatever the case may be, but you still still have your own. So, in your man's separate account, are you gonna watch his money? No. no. Because that's his TV, private account. Watch I'm watching my money. Right. He I should be able to... Like, there's a high possibility I'm going to have my own account. So He should be able to know that, that so he needs to money. manage his own side of the money. Yeah. I like, I should be able to trust you to know that you could hand, have your own account for your rainy day or whatever you want to do right. instead of dipping into the joint account to I mean, be fine. Wait, so, so what's the purpose of this joint account? But the fact that you just have one account and then you can't, you got to sit here and clock that I want to buy a shirt for $5. Yeah, and for yeah like that's stuff. unnecessary to me. Yeah. Was it raised like that? <laughs> 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 that's another thing too. You realize how people are raised that mm-hmm. the bra tops are differences. What, yeah, that's yeah, so wouldn't, wouldn't you have to spend substantial time with their family as well to know I am like I think one of my dealing with a... is not liking my in-laws. <laughs> well, my in-laws not liking me. Can I tell you something? No, I don't have any in-laws. But announcement. I'm gonna tell you from experiences with like family, like le- seeing and hearing stories as you get older. A lot of them don't like you the first couple of years. <laughs> no, they don't. But stuff happens, and they be like, yo, they really held it down. Like, maybe I should have looked at them a little differently. And, and then eventually, you you can't even distinguish who is the who is the in-law and who is the regular well, one. Well, I mean, I, I guess you can't really take it personal because naturally they're giving you a family member. Right, exactly. To start a family with now. So it's like, you taking my cousin from me. We're supposed to be looking at you a little differently for the first four years. Okay. Low probationary period. Right. Like a job. They are good, right. <laughs> Everyone. Every mother, father. Can't have in-laws that you don't like. And when y'all That's go on vacation, me. who's watching your kids? You, exactly. you going to be comfortable leaving your kids with your, with your in-laws? Your mother don't like me at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's real stressful. It tolls on a relationship, too, because it's like, God forbid anything thinking. happens. Exactly. Person, I don't see why your in-laws wouldn't. But like there's you. something called being a hater. Some and it doesn't just, matter if you're it's good. Not it's not happens. personal. It's just... Yeah. Being the nicest don't. person on earth. There's somebody in that person's family who's not going to like me. They're going to find every flaw. You're taking that person away from them, basically. Exactly. Basically, exactly. That's, that's, that's what marriage is. Two strangers getting together to start a family. This has been my nephew. This has been my cousin for 26 years now. This chick has come out of nowhere. <laughs> they, they, moved, they moved all the way across the country. She's now I can't see them. Wait, so which parent do y'all think is like the worst? The mom or the dad? Mother. Well, it depends, it depends on if the son is marrying somebody or if their daughter. Because moms and sons, those are their... There are other significant others that they don't say. And daughters are fathers' pride and joy. So 
if you're a female marrying someone's son, of course the mother's gonna give you a harder time. The father's gonna be like, yo, you know, just give her a chance. The f- now if you're marrying some Brandon, if you're marrying someone's daughter, God bless you. <laughs> but if you're marrying someone's daughter, the father's gonna give you the runaround because what he's gonna say is, yo, I know what I was doing at this time in my life mm-hmm. as a young kid. So what are you doing? All the one is a ninety and all of that. And I know how I was running around when I was your age, so how you gonna marry my daughter now? Yeah, Are you ready for this? Of the person. Right. They gonna run you down. Especially you hurt their daughter? Oh, boy. And that's another Especially thing. You can't, be telling, your pa- you can't be yeah. telling your parents everything. Especially you gonna go right back to them and they gonna be like, Because that, that's what they gonna hold over yeah. you. It doesn't matter how good of a job you did to apologize. Yeah. They gonna still have that at the back of their head. Well, you, you remember you did this that. in 2019 yeah, and now it's 2030 and you still hurt my delay. <laughs> They're going to hold the grudges for you. You can yeah. forgive them a long time. This is why they tell married people what happens in your marriage, stay in your marriage. Don't go telling your best friend that he did this because it won't be great for you after that. So, my brother, when you get married, you can no longer tell us shit. <laughs> Well, on that note, I think it's safe to say none of us here are ready for a relationship or a marriage. <laughs> and we should just focus on our own personal self-growth. Okay. And get into the and bag. constantly bouncing these questions off of each other. Mm-hmm. Because some people don't have these com- don't have these conversations with their friends and family. So I'm thankful for you guys. I appreciate that. Appreciate you too. But no, nah, this was fun, guys. I like this. Podcast after dark. We should do this more often. We should play some ocean music. <laughs> I just want to say I'm glad we finally made the podcast. Right? But yeah, you had all these random people up here. It has been requested that the family has to come on to the podcast, so I'm glad it finally happened. Yeah, people well, here. Here, you guys got the request that you were looking for. Well, we need to do this more often. If there's any... Um, you know, topics that you want to hear from us, you can drop it down. Or let us know. Let us know. Follow the King Bentley podcast. Follow him on Instagram. You know the drill. <laughs> you can follow me at x underscore b smooth. It's not about you, Brandon. Yeah, but I'm single and ready. <laughs> <laughs> we just came to the conclusion that none of us here are ready for a relationship. <laughs> so uh, they don't speak for me, ladies. You think you smooth up right now? <laughs> <laughs>
Now it look like you just being clouty. And that's my word. So I don't want to hear nobody saying that. It's trademark. Well, I mean, no, nah, 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 to, to elaborate on that, I, I, it does feel like when people do certain things or, or show certain accomplishments online, I don't, well, not even accomplishments. When people do things, I don't even know if it's genuine anymore. Right. You have to always question, like, hmm. Like, there's times I be finding my, I be asking myself sometimes, Especially like, before I do that something. You don't know. Exactly. Like, before I do something, I be like, yo, why am I doing this? Right. And sometimes you I be stop having to check my like, social you know just to make sure I'm not wilding. Cause it's like, it seems like, cause my thing is, attention is the biggest commodity right now. The person with the most attention. You can monetize attention is what I'm right. saying. It's the biggest commodity. And if you have the most attention, you can find a way to, to, to turn that attention into money. So with that being said, everybody wants attention. And that goes back to a conversation I was having earlier today where I was saying that everybody feels as though there's two or three ways to get successful and those that's what you have to do. There's only two or three ways? No, I said, I'm saying I feel like everybody thinks there's about two or three ways to get to be successful or two or three Why ways to, to get a bag. In it. Cause, yo, because think about it, bro. Anytime, I mean, I guess if you don't expand every other nigga that Every other nigga that you know or every other person that's tried to talk to you, either what, they either rap or they just even play ball. Actually... I talked to some stand-up. <laughs> I talk to some stand-up gentlemen sometimes. Sometimes. Back to this next tape. I'm dead. So through the computer, bro. That's how. That's how quickly it happened, though. Bro, yo, y'all not getting it, bro. I didn't wake up this morning expecting for KP to be gone. Bro, we traded away. Oh, I can't believe it. Somebody cue the tissue. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that already. It was right there, like right after. He said he got traded. Whoever's making these out. memes, they're, they're, they're quick. The meme makers be quick, though. <sighs> But now, nah, like I said, I think everybody feels like there's probably two or three ways to really to really get a bag. So it's like, with that being said, niggas feel like, yo, I gotta be famous or I gotta be known in order for me to get something. Oh, in order for me to get a bag. But with that being said, I feel like that's why everybody seems to be chasing clout. Even if they're not, I just it just has just how it seems to be. It just seems as though everybody's chasing um clout. Yeah. <laughs> but now, nah, what, what what causes you to say that though? Because this is something that you've been telling me on all like. For the past like six months, it's something that you've been stressing for for a while it's now. It's just so annoying. What? <laughs> like it's just so annoying. Oh my god. Annoying. It's so annoying. I don't even think people know that they are that annoying, or maybe they might, but they keep on with the annoying shit. But I just feel like okay, because the way clout is set up, you know, clout needs something to manifest off of, and social media is that place. It's so easy for the clout to like grow via social media you have the social media platform and this is what everyone is using to either get money you just said that they look at that as a way in which to get money the attention around it and stuff like that so it's just like now you have social media and then you're looking at it as free promotion and a form of money so it's just like i don't know like the people are ruining all the good things that we have out here because you know social media is not bad it's really it's not. really not well at least if you know how to when you think about it if you use it, it correctly it's right, not it's bad because right. it's a, it's like social media is really a good marketplace right like you said free promotion a good marketplace a lot of, niggas, a lot a lot of, of brands things. are flourishing off their free promotion but the thing about clout is that it's like it's not just 
bad clout or good. It's good and bad. You know what I mean? It's not just one. So it's like people, and, and on top of that, people don't know which clout in which they're choosing to live off of. Like, some people are doing it and getting good attention. And in that retrospect, if you're getting good attention and you're doing something positive or something good, then, all right, there's nothing, no harm, no foul. But now if you're doing it, like, let's say, 6 9 Let's 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 use him as an example, right? Mm-hmm. Now. He the way he went about gaining his clout was terrible. Like mm-hmm. that was bad. That was bad clout. Like you know how they say, good attention, bad attention. That was bad mm-hmm. attention. Mm-hmm. And well, just, no, no. Every all publicity is good publicity. I, I don't get, know why I they say guess. that. I don't know why that's said. No, pub, what? Why do they all publicity say that? is good publicity? Why? I mean, they say that because I guess publicity is publicity. But it's that's like, what they should say. Publicity is publicity, but it's not technically considered good publicity because it's like you could be putting something out and it does more harm than it does good like in this reference 6ix9ine the way he went about gaining his success was very cloudy very cloudy man now look where he is mm-hmm. he out here snitching on his mans mm-hmm. i mean but 6ix9ine was never I, I don't think 6ix9ine was never that type of nigga in the first place though i think I mean, it's just, whether he was that type of nigga or not. Or Daniel it's Hernandez. Just, it's just the example. Daniel Hernandez is snitching, not 6 <laughs> No funny shit, because I know it came to a point. I know when he got, when he finally got locked and everything, shit, everything shit hit the fan, I think he really sat down with himself like, yo, I baited. Like, of course. This, this, whole, this whole clout run wasn't worth it. It wasn't. And I think, I think at the same time, I think. he could have did that differently and you could have been Could have went about it differently. Now, I ain't go for I was never a 6 9 fan. Like, I, ne- I was never really big on his music. Shit. What used to blow my is that I was never I big on his music. So every time, every play. time somebody would say, "Yo, he makes good music," I'm like, "No, nah, nigga, don't make good music to me." But okay. it's just, it just, it, it's. I don't. I wouldn't say like it's bad music, but it bumps like it's something that sticks in your head, whether right. it's making sense or not. That's why. Right, right, right. That's why I feel like he gets so much fans oh, and boy. so much following behind his music and stuff because the sounds that he's using, they don't sound bad. They sound good. And then the way he's putting it together is kind of gimmicky, kind of like how he is. Like, it just is catchy as well, too. So it sticks. When people play it, it sticks. And whether you want it to stick or not, it's like, damn. Now I know this is non song. I see what you're saying. Because that was me in the beginning. Like, in the beginning, I wasn't really like, who is this guy? Like, I wasn't feeling to know who he was, whether he was from Brooklyn or not. But when I did hear his music, it just stuck with me. And then I was able to channel that music into doing makeup. Doing my makeup when I'm getting ready. <laughs> and getting dressed. And taking a shower. And I'm like, oh, this shit. Kinda it's crazy, though, because I was reading the book. I was reading a 48 Laws of Power, ironically, this morning. And I read, I stumbled upon upon a law that said, um, not guard your reputation with your life. Oh, uh, it's basically what it, was, what it was saying was find ways to court attention, like, Find like find a way to always be a, be, a, be a spectacle or find ways to always have the attention on you. And I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yo, a lot of what rappers are doing now, a lot of what these young rappers are doing today is just finding ways. Look at, look at, uh, what's the nigga name? Boom. Look at Boot Gang. Like, he was just running the stores, robbing shit. But he was really doing all of that to gain the, 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 the gain, to gain traction on social media so that right. his music could get uh, noticed and notoriety. Right, right, right. So, like, people are doing that's things so that they can... Same thing with Fatboy <laughs> that's, that's just... Right, niggas is... Fatboy right. Exactly. Yeah, he he started saying, his shit like, so that his music could get the notoriety. But my thing is, like, I mean, yo... it's good for entertainment, it's just though. Be mad trash and it's also different. SSC, not some funny nigga. He just OD aggressive. Yeah, OD aggressive. But it's like, you gotta think about it, though. Like, for people... I don't like it. 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 I don't like it.
interaction. Like you know, you know what it is though. I feel like that's regular for somebody from New York. You regular that that aggression is regular to you, but for somebody that's from like Minnesota, you never see that in your life. Right, <laughs> so you never seen that in your life if you're from Minnesota. So it's like, oh, it's a spectacle. I never seen Minnesota, that. Minnesota ripping up the place and yelling <laughs> in people's face. That's just a wild out. But nah, like, like I was saying, I'm like, yo, everybody's doing 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 That's... things to bring attention to them. Well, my thing is, I don't. I, is it really worth it? I just like it? the fact that everyone's thinking different. You know what I mean? That in what sense? Goes. Just the sense that everyone's trying to find a different way to be to to gain that that attention. Mm. So it's like okay, I get, I guess you guys can all think differently, but in the same sense, you guys are all thinking the same because, you know, clout is what's driving all of this. So but the they're not doing anything substantial to keep to get this. Like for example, niggas six nines running around disrespecting people, putting out negative energy not. in the world, and that's, and that's, that's, that that's where that that's the part of it that gets me kind of like, why are you doing this? Because at the same time, you're not doing anything substantial enough. To be like, wow, let me clap for this nigga. What you're doing is putting yourself in harm's way for likes and laughs. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? We're not and my, my thing is this as well, that. too. At the end of the day, it's very simple for me. It's like you have a, now you have a very big audience on you. I mean, you have a very, a very big audience paying attention to you. What are you now doing with that audience? This is what I'm saying. What are you promoting in your music? What do you promote? What do you promote? Exactly. People are watching you exactly. every day and quoting you and posting your stuff. And, and you know what I mean? Like they're kind of vicariously living through you and the life that you live because it's like, yo, this guy is lit or this person is lit or this girl is lit. Like this is why we follow up with these people on social media because something about them is drawing an attraction to us. Like, yo, I like how she dressed, so I'm going to follow her. I like how she puts her shit together, so I'm going to follow her. That's how it is with these artists. So when it comes down to this crazy shit that they're doing, uh, this nutty shit, it's like, all right, I don't think I like that you're doing that, though. Yo, going back to the last week when we was watching a Firefly and documentary. It? It's not even called Firefly, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> is it? Uh, what Fire is it? Firefest. Firefest. Fire, uh, we were watching the Firefest shit, and they said uh, Kylie Jenner got paid 250000 She did, to in post a wired something. account. She got it wired to her account. And Cardi, I said Cardi. How about I say Cardi Jenner? I'm wild. All she did was post this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner, with all her influence, got so many people to buy into this fire fest idea. And it's like, yo, well, all these people, all these people have all of this attention and all of this, all of these eyes on them. You gotta be careful. Or you gotta be sure. You gotta, you gotta, you, gotta, you can't be careless you, with it. What you do with that? You know what I mean? You just can't That's be careless saying. with so it. And watching that shit just put everything. And don't know what to do with it. But then again, they never had clout before, so how are they supposed to know what to do with it? But well, it, it, it starts from them not having a plan to begin with. Niggas mm-hmm. just going about niggas just getting the clout because they know I once I have attention on me. You know what it is too. I think everybody has and this I misconception that being that I have being that I'm famous or being that I'm, being that I'm famous or well known, I'm rich. Yeah, I think a lot of people automatically think because you're famous and well known, you're rich. Every person that's famous, every person but you that's know well known, that not necessarily kind of comes from too in the jokey sense. Because, well, not really in a jokey sense, but they always be like, you're not just rich in money. You could be rich in other things. So it's like, they probably think like, yeah, I'm rich in, I'm rich in following. <laughs> and I'm rich in attention. I'm rich, bitch. And then the money will come. Because, you know, sometimes they say that, like, you just got to wait on it and the money will eventually follow some of these people probably have that in their mind like you know what i'm gonna just keep riding this clouty ass wave <laughs> until the funds touch because it's gotta hit eventually it hit for that girl <laughs> or it hit for that nigga like and that's another thing too they see all these other people gaining what would i guess be deemed as success 
via doing this. So, you know, they just following suit. A lot of people just following suit. A lot of people just doing, a lot of people just looking at each other and, and, and doing what everybody else is doing. So that's another conversation I was having earlier this morning too. <laughs> and that goes back to the way they started off from. Nobody's doing it and nothing is genuine. You're not doing something because you genuinely want to do it. You're doing something with this preconceived notion behind it. Like I'm doing it because I seen this person do it and they gained some type of success. And sometimes, you know, that's not bad because, you know, we look to these older figures as motivational figures and mm -hmm. we look to them like Michelle Obama's and Barack Obama's like we look to those type of people. Sure, you call them Michelle and Barack. I don't even I don't even think the majority of people looking I mean well that far. if they I'm looking there, I don't know about them. I, I guess I'm only talking about my eyes right now. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you look to those people as influencers as well. Because they put out motivational things. They influence you in a way to do certain things and it's just like so, in a sense, looking to somebody is not a bad thing. But then I guess when you're looking to somebody and then you flip that and then turn mm -hmm. it into a bad thing, that's when it becomes a bad thing. Because it's like, all right, I didn't tell you to go do that. <laughs> what you, what you, you doing? I didn't give you that blueprint. You done made that shit up yourself. I told, no, you, to no, do, no, I told no. you to do something else. Right. Type shit. And now you over here, you, you done wrote yourself a new blueprint and you going off of that and now you're taking my some of my words and adding it into your blueprint and now it's just a whole bunch of bullshit because I didn't say that and I didn't tell you to do that. But at the so so who's who, who's matter and fact, I think that plays on why some of these celebrities get tight or some of these people of that stature get tight because mm -hmm. they be like I did not come here to be nobody's damn mother or influence nobody. Right, but it's like yo, like I said, I going back to being careless with the attention, you gotta understand that. Once but you that's have why a lot you of attention have to know you, it prior right, you gotta to, know prior. Right. Once you have a lot of attention on you, now you have a responsibility. Mm -hmm. Now you have a responsibility to lead people. When you got a hundred plus people following you, they're not just following you to follow you. They follow you. They look up to you. They revere exactly. you. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. And that's why you can actually look up to certain people in a way because, all right, this is about to be real far-fetched, but it makes sense. Because it's like, you don't have to show everybody everything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this generation, they so stuck on showing everybody everything and how they live in. And this is what they do, yada, yada. And this is why it's so hard to to really be like, all right, this is somebody that is doing something for the greater good. Or this is somebody that's actually doing something to get somewhere in life. or not. That's why it makes it harder to really pick out those people, I right. feel like. But right. you have celebrities that be doing wild shit. <laughs> Like, 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 if I'm not mistaken, there's celebrities that throw sex parties after, like, the Grammys, the Oscars, and shit like that. They don't get judged based on those shit that they do. You know what I mean? They, because they're already respected in their craft and, and everything else that they do. And these are, and I'm talking about some prominent-ass people, some well-known-ass <laughs> actors. I heard these shits on podcasts, other right. podcasts. And they were like, Jamie Foxx is one of them. Yeah, like, Chill, shout out to my son Jamie. Shout out to my son Jamie, and he's well respected. The uber, the uber talented Jamie Foxx. Hold, well relax. Hold it down. They're not, they're not holding that over his head. Like, this is what he did to gain clout or to do, or to, right, you know what I mean? Just that's does. just what he does. But he don't have to let the whole world know that. Right. He doesn't need the attention from that. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I just feel like people need to learn how to really, really prioritize what's important and what's not and certain shit is not important like you really don't have to let everybody know what you're doing like everybody if i see another motherfucker ask somebody where they should fly to <laughs> yeah that's the conversation that i had yo hold on if i hold see that thought, another though. motherfucker say that i'm i'm so tight at that because 
You know me. I'm a travel bug. I love traveling. Right. And even down to y'all. Y'all don't even be knowing when I'm about to go somewhere. <laughs> I'm, to I'm about to out. catch a flight in like a week. Did right. you know that? I did it until this morning. Okay. I'm like, open up until last night. I'm like, why are you hold, all these hold why ups? Am I I'm packing? trying to do something. Right. Like, mm. Shit like that. So it's just like, you know, if it comes up in conversation, you have that conversation. But why do y'all feel like it's like you have to let people know? I'm I, I'm about to go fly out. I'm getting flewed out. Yeah. It's like, why do you, why, do, why, why are we alerting? Like, what is that need for a, why? I just don't get it. And it's just, it's, and it comes with other things too. It's just like, if you're going to fly out, fly out. Facts. I feel you, but what, how about this though? What if niggas is genuinely asking where they should fly out? Because they don't know where to fly out. But you see, I thought about that as well when I said this. And in my head, I'm just like, see, my thing is, why did you go to social media? Why did you go? Because <laughs> that's where their friends is at. Well, your you friends' got numbers chats. is in your phone. True, true. You could definitely hit the group chat and be like, "Yo, I'm thinking of taking a trip. What's some places that you guys could recommend?" Or something. Yeah, like I might that. even go play myself and try to play devil's advocate because I don't agree with that shit. It's like I, I can't even play devil's advocate on that one because it's just. Like, and in yeah. my head, I just feel like because of the way times are, it's just not people genuinely asking. Because they don't know where to go. Ask your it's mother. More so, yo, I'm, ask I'm, your dad. Ask your mother. <laughs> your aunt. Is it, it's more so, yo, I'm telling y'all that, that I, I got money I got, to fly right, out. Right, right. That I have intentions on going somewhere. And I need y'all I, to know that right you, now but, my money is right. My thing is this, though. Can you wrong people like that, though? Because I look at it like this. It stems from an insecurity. It stems from an insecurity of you probably feeling like, yo... Niggas think I'm broke, and the only reason you feel right. like that, the only reason I mean, you feel like that is because broke, everybody broke, else on social enough. media is fronting like they got it. So that's probably their way of justifying to everybody that like, yo, I got it too. I could fly out too. Though. And that's that's the, just one of the problems with social media is that everybody feels like they have to compete with what they're seeing, or everybody feels like they are not up to par if they're not doing what the next person mm-hmm. is doing. Or if they're not, you know what I mean? Like the other day, somebody was telling me. About a couple, and of course, I'm obviously not going to give no names, and I'm going to keep this as vague as possible, but a couple, and it was basically like their anniversary, and they felt like they needed to fly out and do all types of rah, 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 and then the actual day of the anniversary, you know, like they booked the tickets to go fly out. Right. But the actual day of their anniversary, they ain't do nothing. And so the girl was tight, like, what the fuck? And now the nigga on his end is like, we bought tickets, we about to fly out, da da da. Like, and in my head, when I'm hearing this, I'm just like, see, I'm missing the whole thing. Like the principle, like it's the fact that the day, that day is what's important. The day of the anniversary is the day that y'all should be doing something. It don't even have to be nothing grand, nothing crazy. It's the day that y'all should just be spending time together, doing something together. But no. Y'all out here booking flights to go somewhere, and it seems like y'all don't even. Yeah, it seemed like they didn't even really want to book the flight. They just felt like, well, it's our anniversary. We gotta do something. Why? Why? Who said? Wait, I'm confused. You're saying like that? They, like it was like a need. Like okay, because it's our anniversary, we're gonna book tickets. We're gonna fly out. Kind of like, you know what I mean? Like you just felt like you have to do that because that's what everybody else does on the anniversary and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They taking trips. They taking vacations. This, that, and the third. So right. they felt like they had to do that or the guy felt like that's why he needed to buy tickets like this is what we should be doing on our anniversary as opposed to actually doing, doing something, what you actually want to do yeah on that day and actually spending time with one another instead y'all didn't do nothing and now y'all over here questioning one another like um 
what are we doing? <laughs> Wait, so they didn't book the tickets? They did, but now it, it was just one of those, like, you know, that day they still didn't do anything that day. Oh, so now I see what you're saying. Oh, oh like, I see what you're saying. Now it's just like, yo, we booked the tickets, but the day of our anniversary, we don't we even know what we're going to do. Right. So it was well, like, I mean, that, that's not like they're overthinking it. I ain't going to front. You celebrating, like, the trip is you celebrating your anniversary. You don't got to do nothing on the day. You don't gotta. My thing I is, you don't gotta. Like y'all could have just chilled. Though. Right. You don't gotta tell shit. like they probably. Like, you don't gotta tell everybody else my anniversary. Right. And that's another thing. It's like <laughs> you just enjoy your trip. And be like, yo, I'm on my trip for my anniversary. People just don't. It's like people have to just learn how to genuinely do things, and I guess. Just, but like you know, social media is such a big part of our lives now. It's very hard to. Yeah, it's very hard. I'm not saying that it's easy. It's I didn't think. Yo, I, didn't, I never. Done. Yo, I never imagined this. Of course, kinda, I did. I never imagined it would get like this. And you know, I thought about that the other day. Like, wow. The people who created Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that, some of them be suffering from a whole bunch of shit. And I don't think we ever even stop to think like, hmm, what y'all going through over there after creating these apps? But then you got to stop and think like, I just feel like in there, like just all all of it that's going on. Well, I know for a fact, Mark Zuckerberg definitely didn't, he did not anticipate having to go and um, speak in front of various country governments in, in like regards that. to like right, right, right. <laughs> in regards like, to advertising and I'm, I'm like sure that. that's not sitting good with his mental yeah that like, that in particular right, I'm right. talking about the business side of Facebook I know Mark Zuckerberg 100% did not anticipate that when he dropped out of college and made Facebook right. that I don't get and all, and all those little you know knickknack paddywhacks those play I, I always find play it interesting mental. and in my head I'm like was anybody ever thinking that it would play on the audience's mental after a while, the usage of this and how it could probably expand and what it could possibly blow up to be? Cause probably not. It's a whole bunch of competing. You know, all you do is watch the next man all day. Right, but I mean, it started It started as, as it was Facebook, for example, started with a simple idea. It was a very simple idea. Like, yo, I just want college kids to be able to connect with each other. Right, and that's why I'm like, we abuse everything to but the point look where how, it just turned bad. <laughs> right. Look how, um, look how it's like, it wasn't even a situation where you could... When you first, when they first made Facebook, you couldn't post pictures and stuff like that. You just post and status. Just, that I, is just connecting with people. I had a people. flashback the other day of how simple Instagram used to be. Simple. Instagram simple. used to be mad simple. The layout used to be so boring. So, just so boring. I remember the colors my, used to be my dull. My first post on Instagram was chicken wings, man. Calm shit. Like, I I'm supposed to I'm I just eating chicken wings right now. I would never regular ass chicken wings without fucking filtering that picture and making <laughs> it look like the best chicken wings in the game. Yo, I hate going on Instagram. I hate going on girls' <laughs> Instagram and seeing mad filters. That should be blown by. Uh, I didn't even do that. But I'm saying, like... <laughs> you said don't even do that. I really nah, shit, I'm just though. saying, though, like, on, on a picture of some chicken, though, oh, you just gonna post that. Like, back in the day, you would just take the picture and post it. Now it's like... Wait, I gotta come correct. My, my chicken wasn't... They, I wasn't even showing the good chicken. Hold on. Let me turn the I gotta get around. the right angle. I gotta get the right angle. I gotta right make sure my shit chicken. better than everybody else's shit. I like, like I always say with social media, though... That's why I appreciate those people shit. that just be posting nonsense sometimes because it's like you still using the app for what it's for like just, just have fun with this like, shit like just post post what you feel because sometimes that nonsense it brings you back to that time like it's funny like um i remember when instagram used to be this funny when people used to just you know i remember when instagram used to be this innocent i remember when i didn't used to i never right. got caught up in the, in, in the bullshit or what everybody else was doing i remember when i, I was just using instagram, going on in the facebook world, instagram. my little sister used facebook she be saying that it's like yo facebook is a different world she claims you ever that on it's, facebook? it's way more i mean i use it and i be on it but it's like I'm not on it so much to where I know, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know how people move on Facebook. I still feel like Facebook is still, like, how it is. Because my mom still be on there and shit. You know what I mean? Like, Facebook it can't, wavy, it can't be too much if my mom is on there. Facebook was dead wavy, though. And, I always, and when, I, when I say social media, I always think about Instagram. Like, I always think Instagram... In my mind, Instagram is the most influential social media it platform is. right now. It is. And it's simply it's because really you could... easy to just watch. Because you could... Exactly. You could really... And Snapchat, but nobody uses Snapchat because Instagram Cause not Instagram has Instagram stories. Instagram stole Snapchat's soul. 
but it's like I feel like with Instagram, Instagram is that social is that platform where it's like you could go on Instagram and just Every, see everybody flourishing. Like, Everything is so easy. It's so, like it's easy to access shit on Instagram. Like even granted they like have expanded visual. over time. Right. But the concept of the app is just click, slide, slide. Like you don't have to you can literally maneuver the whole app with your thumb. You don't have to do too much. Twitter is more you gotta be easy. you gotta be I'm not I'm not really good at clever Twitter because you gotta be some clever nigga for that. And you you have gotta to be also OD think, clever, you gotta be witty. Know what to say. And if you don't like reading Twitter not really for and you. But Twitter got some jokey shit. I was about on it, to say sometimes Twitter you get caught jokes. up in just scrolling on Twitter laughing. Twitter's hilarious though. I'm not gonna front. Like, I ain't have nothing to say. Like, I'm just laughing. It's crazy though because Twitter's a blessing in the curse as well too because what I hate about Twitter is the fact that everybody uses Twitter to like attack everybody and attack which is very annoying. Everybody uses Twitter to like to, to, as a, as a platform of fake like outrage. That. It was very annoying because I remember back in the day, like, what days was these? I want to say like, <laughs> like oh nine, no funny shit. Around those times, what what grade was I in though? Eighth grade, ninth grade, but I feel like I was transitioning into high school, and I had a Twitter. Twitter back then used to be more so like everybody was a family. And the jokes used to be jokey. Everybody would share jokes. And granted, Twitter has those aspects. But now it's like there's a whole bunch of different worlds in Twitter now. It's like the offensive world. It's like the take offense world. Right. Um, got black else? Twitter. You got, you got black NBA Twitter. LGBTQ Twitter. LGBTQ Twitter. You probably got KKK Twitter. We just don't know about it. They dead pop. They dead have that. I was back for them jacket. They got white supremacist Twitter. We just don't look at that shit. It's so many different segments of Twitter. Like the internet is so big that it's like niggas can't even fathom this shit. Like we're segregating again. Yo, I remember know. like the shit we listened to earlier today. Where it's like people just use Twitter to like draw attention to shit, so that somebody else could do the work. It's like everyone, the idea that everybody has, or That's not true. even people the idea. Just say one thing and it'd be like, nah, y'all expand off of that. Right. So I'm saying like people have so, uh, people have so much time to sit on Twitter and criticize shit that it's like, yo, why aren't you doing something about what you're criticizing? Like if you could sit there and tweet about it, why not get up and do something about it? You know what right. I mean? Like Twitter's the easiest way to find a scapegoat and attack that person. Twitter's the easiest way to take something, take somebody something said, take something that somebody said out of context and drag them for it. And that's the, that's the part of the reason why so I don't really like Twitter sometimes because be it's like there texting somebody and be like, you can't even read what I said because you don't know how I said it. That's what I'm saying. And look how people be getting dragged. So another thing about social media, based I hate. on what they be saying, and people can't even hear the tone and the context in which they're speaking. That's about. another thing I hate because like even when you meet somebody on social media and you texting that person, you don't really, y'all don't really know each other. <laughs> you feel me? Like you only like for all out for all we know, you could be acting, you could be just talking this way so that I'm comfortable with with this te- with this conversation. You feel <laughs> me? Like I don't even know, I don't know your voice, I don't know your tone, like you said, I don't, I don't, I don't know you. So there's a lot of things that you probably done said that was jokey that flew over my head because we never met up each other. When people be really, and then it's like when you meet somebody on the internet and then y'all texting for a little while, then you actually meet up with that person. You got to get past that like that digital barrier that you guys have. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like. That like and create us, a re a reality. Right, you gotta really create once you once you finally meet that person. The Instagram from their reality, their social media from their reality. Bro, social media is is, is, is sort Crazy of coming a virtual like reality. It's two, it's two different things, and it started off as two different things. Not now people are learning how to intertwine it and make it into like one thing, like. Instagram I don't know. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that, bro. Like, I hate media that. Is my life. This is how I, I hate make that, my bro. This is what I do. Da, da, da. And it's like, um, even if you were influencing, that's how you make your living. Like, yo, it's still, still find. No, nah, I'm not knocking like, it. I'm just saying, like, find another outlet. Find. To, don't be just glued to. It. I feel like just being stuck to social media. I don't know. Find a way to still live your life. Yeah, and I commend the ones that do. 
just find a way to still live your life is all I'm saying. But, you know, like, like I just I just want everybody to be conscious of the way that we're using these platforms so that we use we them correctly. Still use them. So that right. <laughs> so that we so can we still, still use them. Use them because now you've misused something that gets taken away from you. It's funny though, because I find it very interesting that like all of the big tech guys, like for example, when Steve Jobs was alive, he didn't allow his kids to um have an iPad or anything like that. I always find it interesting that the niggas that create the shit never allow their kids to indulge in it, but just watch everybody hang themselves. Just watch it. Just give, just give everybody the world and let them hang themselves with it type shit. That was kind of touching on my point that I was making earlier. Like, they never thought that, or those people, or whoever was reviewing these apps and whatever have you, they never thought that these would have any negative effect on people because these people that created them, they don't even use them for real. They don't even make their kids use them. Nah, y'all just put it out in the world. Like, well, people- let's just test it out on the world. Why don't, why don't people pay more attention to that, though? Like, if you realize that these people aren't giving their kids these products, why aren't you, why are you now allowing your kids to do that? Because there's a bigger picture. What money bigger picture? to be made. It's always money at the end of the show. Wait, what, is, what does money have to do with you having your kids' well-being at heart and not giving them these what? things? I don't know. What? Social media? Not having... No, I feel like that's... It was, it's just that. Like, it's money to be made. It's a capitalistic world. No, I'm saying, like, what's... you saying the bigger picture. I'm saying... If you as a parent see that these these big tech guys aren't allowing their kids to use these platforms or use what, the products early con- on. Also, how well, how much can we really control? What our kids do? Yeah. Or just don't buy for them. Don't buy what Instagram? No, not Instagram. I'm talking about like, uh, uh, like for example, I better yet, oh, I'll, I'll start with computer? this. That's what I'm saying. What's the earliest you would buy? Let's say you had a daughter right now, knock on wood or some but shit. But then it just depends on the way <laughs> life is crazy. moving because, because the way life is set up, you know what I mean? You need certain things. They've made it where you have to you have to coincide in the world with a computer now. Even down to your damn three year old is using an iPad, which is like a mini form of computer. Like, I don't even. I don't even. Like I don't. I don't really like agree that, with that. Though. I'm gonna keep it. I stat. mean, granted, I don't agree with it too much because sometimes and, it's beneficial because it's like it's educational shit. I'm about to say yeah, because you could definitely put like parental control on mm-hmm. it and just down and like for example, my little cousin in there just educating themselves all day. What's wrong with that? Right. Not. Not. I'm about to say like my little cousin's seven years old. And he has an iPad. Going on and looking into fuckery, like. <laughs> Now, now, I snatch, now I need to snatch the iPad. My little cousin's seven, right? Now he got an iPad. Instagram. Zanaya is eight. She want to have an Instagram. I'll be like, for what? <laughs> what upon Instagram when you want to see? Like, who to add who? Like, what are you talking about? It's like stuff like that, but I can't knock them because it's the society they live in. Everybody, you know what it is though? They're going to school and their friends probably yeah, got Instagram they and smartphones. Do. I remember when I was working at the, when I was working you with can't PAL. Everybody to have brought up seat. <laughs> when I was working with PAL two summers ago, I'm mad that Jamaica's really coined that a word. That shit is crazy. But when I was working with PAL two summers ago, there was little fifth graders that would come to the park and play ball with us and whatnot. There was these fifth graders had iPhones. 10 years old with an iPhone. And that pressure, that pressure. I'm like, yo, child, dude, I don't know if parents really be doing like, you really throwing like, your, you really throwing your child the whole computer and just like, yo, sometimes go. Sometimes you gotta, st- it's like, it's just other things. It's never black and white because it's like, I don't want my child to feel like, you they, know, they left, left out, out, they don't have, and they can't have it. Yeah, but I feel like, if I control and perfect. monitor how they use it, glad you said that. but it's like, these parents. I'm glad like, you said I be that. I'm saying these parents when one day I'm gonna be the, these parents I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said that because, Bring you to another point. I is something I said the other day too. I think I was probably telling you this, but kids are dead as humans. Kids are dead no. as humans. Nah, I'm t- no, because you I would you would that. think that people would know that, or you would think that people would recognize and treat kids as humans, but they don't. 
Like most times, people continuously like I hate they seeing do people put kids in a different category sometimes. Bro, like make like you can really up into one of us. You, know? you can really sit down and talk to a child and reason with a child. Can. Like you could dead chop it up with a child and really talk to it. Like you could like, you could sit down and explain to your child the dangers of 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 having this and the dangers of me giving you this this early, so that they can understand. Listen, it's not that I can't afford it. It's not that I wanna. I want you to be left out. I don't want you to be the eyeball out amongst your friends. But there's a lot of dangers, a lot of pressure that goes into you having it. But you gotta understand too that there's different styles of parenting, and I feel like I obviously well not I feel like it's a fact. That every parent does not parent the same. So every parent has their own trauma, insecurities, and problems, and whatever in which they, why they can't even, you know, sit sit their kid down and have certain conversations with them. Some people think that it's not important enough. Some people think that now is not the time. They're not of an age where they can understand. Some people feel like when they get to that age, I'll tell them. You know what I mean? Like it's so mm-hmm. many different things. It's like, and it's then levels. you have right, and then you have that parent where it's like. No, I'm going to educate my kid from now, from time, so that as they grow older, while they're growing, so is the education that they're learning, that they need to know. You know what I mean? Like, this is what I need. This is what you need to know as a child. This is what you need to know as a toddler. This is what you need to know as an adolescent. This is what you need to know as a teen. And this is what you need to know as an adult. And now you're an adult. Go live your life. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it should not be, well, this is what kids are supposed to learn. No, there's. I feel like there's certain things that you must Tell your children. There's different. There's, you could, like I said, you could communicate you with could, kids. You right, could talk you could to simply them. just talk. Like, yo, my, to I told you, like, my same little seven year old cousin, I got an iPad. He got mad different little apps on his shit. It's and so they're all easy. like, and they're all games gamey apps and like educational stuff. And I'm pretty sure, I'm 100 percent sure, my cousin put um parental blockers on his shit. And it's funny because me and my other cousin taught him how to text off the iPad, and now he be texting us. That's that's he be texting Zanaya. us mad Zanaya random shit. Us randomly in the day, like, hey guys, what are you doing this Saturday? Like, why are you trying to link your Yo, eight-year-old self? But now, like, he's seven. He about to turn eight this year. When I be talking to him, like, that's when I realized, like, yo, kids really just sit down and really observe and, like, take shit in and understand things. And that's like, they just, have their own understanding I of the like world. I feel like people forget that. And it's like, yo, if you we ever learn. take the, Right. We have to learn these things. When we are born, the first things we are, we're doing is picking up on everything because we are we don't observing. know you're nothing. a sponge you're just a sponge we don't you're know observing, nothing. observing my, my, everything it's like playing like Fortnite <laughs> as soon as you get in the game you don't got nothing on you you gotta loot up like Type ASAP shit. loot you up gotta get right and that's exactly what you gotta do in this world like as soon as you're born as a baby and as a parent it's up to you you know it's up to both of you it's time to learn like now now this is learn life all right. Yeah, I read some. Just I read some, like I saw a quote or something like that the other day that said nobody asks better questions than a kid. And I'm like, yo, that's facts. Their questions are because so their questions be so honest so and so genuine. pure, so direct. I be sitting down like, yo, I dead don't have an answer for you. There was like a talk show. I really don't have an answer for you. What talk show was that? Was it like Jay Leno back in the day where he used to like had bring kids on? Yeah, for kid and, ha- and ask them like ask them questions bro. that they he be asking like. The guests that come on the show and the question, the answers to the questions just used to be funny. And then they had like kids say the darnest things. They have all these shows where they want kids to just be in their pure self and just really answer some of these questions. Even in politics, they always have those little videos of kids talk. There was like a set, like a a video that was made and it was like a little black boy and he was like the he was the president, I think. And it was just a whole funny segment because it was like him, then a little girl, and then another little girl. And they were like making up the White House. But it was funny because they were playing off of real life stuff. 
but in like a kid form so it's like you kind of see it in a different retrospect when you put it a kid in the scene as opposed to an adult mm-hmm. you see it from a different perspective right, gotta, I, I think really i generally believe that things, people need to start paying more attention to kids than their thoughts hello i think that's what they've been trying to say who who's who's they i don't know <laughs> what are you somebody's about? been saying it though like people out here you have to pay attention to your kids um, I believe the children are our future. I think that was said for a reason. Like, the, I mean, the kids are our future. Like, you really have to pay Who attention to them. Who you expect to hand society over to? The older folks? This is what I'm saying. Them the same older enough. folks that are going to die, you really have to pay attention to kids. And we really, like, we don't pay too much attention to them. And that's why they grow up sometimes to, you know, they grow up sometimes in some shit because you felt like you could have took some time off when they were younger because this was not going to affect them as a child. Then they grow up into this mass murderer now you're confused it's just like you really have to pay attention <laughs> to your, your kids like now nah, you know one thing i have to say about like our generation all ages you really should have to pay attention to your kids don't get being a parent never stops you know what i realized about um not realize you know what i could say one thing i could say about our generation is that i feel like outside of the fact that we'd be on some real clouty movements we're starting to recognize like a lot of the shit that our parents right the wrongs yeah we, a lot of the things that we're our parents did to write our parents wrongs right we just a lot of things that they did they probably did they probably not probably they did it out of, their, out of our best interest because as a parent you're supposed to have your child's best interest but they just you know just wasn't necessarily the best idea or wasn't necessarily the best option it's like especially being a growing up West Indian your parents may not always or have not always n- know how to properly communicate with you like, oh, don't I know? <laughs> so it's like us now, our generation is looking back at the things that our parents did, and we're basically just like, yo, this is what we're gonna do differently. This is what should be done differently. We're seeing how these things manifest into our into our adult life, things that went unaddressed as childs or or um or, or like the miscommunications between you and your parent and things of that nature, or your parents just not knowing to ask certain questions or not knowing. I just had that conversation with my mother today. To, to, to ask the right One things and, or to, to, to pay attention to the right things. And yeah. now growing up, it's just like, not not growing up. Now, as we go on to like being adults and actually having kids in the future, we're going to know what signs to look out for, what to pay attention Hopefully to, what questions to ask. I hope not. I mean. Because you know what I mean? Some of these, these doings that you pick up from your parents are like subconsciously embedded. So it's true. like. True. You're gonna do it and not even notice you're doing it, and then be like, "Shit, I got that from my mother." Okay. That goes back to being oh, you from mother. I know I forgot to say something. That goes back to being honest with yourself. And when, if you, when you're honest with you yourself, you'll be truth. able to, you'll be able to really understand a lot. You'll be able to understand a lot of re, a lot of things about you. You'll be able to understand why you react to certain things certain way. You'll understand why you say certain things. You'll be able to understand your, why you have certain preferences. Most importantly, you'll be able to understand your purpose here in life, and you won't be looking around at what everybody else is doing, trying to figure out what you should do based off what everybody else is doing. Which right. brought me back to my first original point with the clout shit is like I feel like everybody I said well I feel like everybody thinks it's probably like two three ways to get a bag or two three ways to really get on. It's just like yo, if you just pay attention to you, figure out what you like, figure out what you don't like, figure out what works for you. Everything else in life will come natural. Like you, it's like God will really find a way to just put the right things in your direction and put the right things in your path if you just figure out right, who you, you are. You manifest it. You really got to be true with yourself. You really got to. It really, it's a, it really starts within you. Like you really got to just look in the mirror and just understand what you like, what I don't like, what do I want to do, what us. triggers me. They not listening. Listen. <laughs> and I'm not even trying to sit here and talk about like I'm not trying. To, I'm not moving like I got it all figured out. Cause I'm still figuring this shit out my damn self, but like one thing I definitely did realize is like, yo, the more attention you pay to yourself, 
the easier life is for right because i'm just like you got to pay attention to the things that you can control you cannot control the next person what they doing how they got it and that's one thing you shouldn't be envious of other people and what they do and how they get it because you don't know what they did to even get it. Yeah, you need exactly. So it's like exactly everybody showing their highlight tapes. Right, nobody showing you their struggle tapes. Like nobody showing you when they was down and out, sleeping under the fucking train tracks because <laughs> exactly. their mom kicked them out on Saturday because she had a nigga coming over on Sunday. Like <laughs> well, whatever the story may be, but What's happening. Not for me. I'm, good. No, I'm just saying in general. I mean, you I wouldn't put know. a pad. You, you just never know. You never know. know somebody's story, know. honestly. You never know. Like, I really just pulled that out the hat, but I've heard some crazy stories about, like, kids our age and just the struggles the that, that they be having to go right. through. Right. It's crazy. Another thing. You, a lot. It's crazy you brought that up, too, because That's I was, not even me was trying to make a joke on it with that reference before, but I was just saying, like, it could really be anything. Like, And I, I want everybody to just take more time out to really, like, talk to each other, too. Appreciate the person sitting next to you, especially if that's your man's. Oh, Especially yeah. niggas. Ref- men, men don't really talk to like men. Don't really never express how they feel to each other. I'm jacking. Men really be moving around, be having some real shit and going on in their lives. Just keep the bottle up. Relationships and then start feeling like, yeah, well, you're just gonna assume that you know how I feel because my man's assume that they know. You know, everybody else. But then men are not taught to be vulnerable, though. Especially black men, we're not taught to be. Vulnerable. That's true. But also now that these have been talks, and these are things that that you know what I mean. Like men have not been taught to be vulnerable. Hmm. Let me stop and think as a man. How could I be more vulnerable? Was I ever told to be vulnerable? Is that, is that something that I need to learn? I should look into that. Instead of, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> like, real simple. Nah, that's, that's a fact, though. I feel like I more people should start opening their minds to some of these possibilities. Because it's like, you know, they were hidden for a reason. And now that they're, like, exposed, like, look into it and see, like... Hmm, do I do I fit that quota? And if I do, maybe I should look into that and get that checked out or tap into that. That even goes down to like freaking mental health and all that other stuff. Like, you know what I mean? That's interesting. I have that brings you to my to a question. You as a black woman, do you feel like us as black men do a good job or are doing a good job of protecting black women and no. taking care of black women? No, because y'all think it's a joke. No, why is that? Explain, elaborate. I'm I low key think that y'all be thinking it's a joke. Like you do have, like okay, in the forefront it's a joke, but in the back of your mind. Y'all dead ass do want to take care <laughs> of us black boys. Oh, I thought you were going to say y'all dead ass think because you're choking in the back. No, no, no. That'd be crazy. Like, <laughs> the forefront is dead a joke. In the middle, it's a joke too. But in the back of the back, or the back of the back. It's like, y'all yeah, want to really do it, do but I don't know how to. So exactly. now, me as a black man, I'm it's asking like you. It's like a fair. How do we How do we do that? What's, what, what's the, paint the picture for me. What's the... I, it's, it, I, I, me one... <laughs> I can't paint that picture alone I promise you Because you have Different women Of different Wants, needs, likes Perspectives You know what I mean So I feel like But all in all It just Comes down to Really like Standing by the black women Like I feel like We be And that's even on It's like Does it even start with Respecting our women I don't even know Why y'all don't even Respect us from jump Cause it's you like really How could y'all not But then I feel like it's, from slavery, it's a con- Yeah I was about to say <laughs> It's the condition It it's is the, yeah, We all conditioned condition, Yeah we all conditioned from, To hate each other and, and to Right be And then they use The black woman Against the black men Like the slave owners Use the black woman To you know Help buck the black men And do all types of shit So now the black man Is mad at the black woman for, But it's like At the same time I don't even time, know If they used it But it's more so Like they just They they, they sat back Not sat back Hold on We, we, we use my two hours wisely In some accounts They did of course, use the woman against the men, and there's just like I feel like Honestly, it's a, it was a lot of colors. I'm gonna keep it a stack though. Whatever we think slavery was, 
times 10 that's what really happened yeah, but yeah. specifically i think it's the idea of like for example specifically going talk, touching on touching on buck breaking right open and open on that because it's like that latino door and why why women have it in their head that men draw more to latino women you know what i mean and then it's like why don't y'all love the other door you could open is like well if you have a black mother why is your why is your your wife a white lady or like why are my you thing with that is you, you know, can't really like, control or you like I feel like for you can't me really control alone, who you I'm love though like if you, if you if you that's a hard conversation to have and maybe with other people here to open up my mind to different perspectives I could probably you know expand more on that but it's a difficult one because it's just like you cannot you don't know how all you men think we all don't like and and that's just you know in the grand scheme of things we all think differently men and women but it started somewhere. It did. And then it expanded and turned into something else and more than it needed to ever be. Because now we have men looking at dark-skinned girls as less than a light-skinned girl when it's like, but that's still your black woman counterpart. Like, why are you... What are you talking about? What do you mean she looks better than her? Why? What? How? It's funny because it always made me thought, like, specifically the dark-skinned light-skinned thing, it always had me thinking. I was like... If you were never conditioned to think that way, you know how would niggas still think coincide? that? That facts, but would niggas still think that? Because at a certain, because him, yeah, it's to a certain extent, it comes down to preference, right? Or are we even conditioned to have those preferences in the first place? Right, we might be conditioned to. I feel like those preferences are some. I I feel like I've seen it conditioned in some sense. Because it's just like you know, you got your older brother or something like that, and your older brother is messing with mad light skinned girls. You're watching your older brother. And even if you have a conversation, you hear them talking like, yeah, that light-skinned baddie or that light-skinned this, light-skinned that. And the little boy's head who's watching his older brother, light-skinned, 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 light-skinned. All right, cool. That's what I need to go for. Like, it's just the conversations you have around kids, the conversations you have in general, just the things you say, how they're said, when they're said, the things that people pick up off on and think that they should run with. It's a lot. Like, it's a lot. Because it's just like... I don't know. We as people need to learn how to love each other. Love ourselves first. Yeah, love ourselves so that we can love each other. Because I don't understand that separation shit. Like, we're trying to come together, but we're separated and divided within our community. How's that going to work? How are we supposed to take over the world? When we can't even get it together within our community yet. Like, oh, no, I have a theory that we don't really want to get together. That's what I'm starting. I'm I'm leaning more towards that now because this shit is this shit is annoying now. Yeah, I feel like, like the I way that I see people points, constantly like, find ways to like shit does get annoying. Like, it's like the way that I see people constantly find new anything? ways to like to go against each other. I'm like, yo, when is when is niggas ever just gonna put these bullshit ass differences aside and realize that we all want the same? The arguments that the black man or the black woman is making. Like, why do you feel like you know what I mean? Like when a white person says something, sometimes. Certain people do not counter what they see. Like, black people in sometimes... Like, if... I feel like sometimes when white people say something, some black people are more prone to listening before attacking. And they be so comfortable attacking their own. You know what I mean? But I don't know if that's a a comfort thing. But we're always attacking each other. Like, we rather comfort each other. We're killing each other. Like, we rather 
come at each other's necks, separate within our community, instead of coming together. And it's kind of annoying at this point. And I feel like that's why some black people within the black community be like, I'm tired of black people. So why Jay-Z because don't come around, don't nigga. Listen, like, so why do you think Hope don't come around no more? Why do you think Oprah got a bag and went straight to <laughs> Africa and helped the people in Africa? So fuck Oprah the said, Americans. No, I'm going to go help people that need help. We're going to help the people, help. right. Because you, yo, y'all here, y'all playing. Y'all playing, like. I think that starts I mean, from not thing. loving yourself, like, though. I was just about to say, and the reason why like I said that is because if, if you loved yourself as a black person, then you would want better for you and your community. But at the same I time, really think those are things that. that's taught too. Like you never was taught how to love yourself. How you gonna? How you just? You know what I mean? It's not easy. I should say to just be an adult now and be like, I'm gonna learn to love myself now that I'm already stuck in my ways and I already <laughs> no, that's facts. love myself. Like, that's a fact. That's insecurities and stuff. All those things are hard to break. Those are obstacles and barriers in your life that are not considerably easy to overcome. So, which is why, you know, people hide those things and you don't see them until shit hits the fan. It's weird though. It's a crazy world we live in. It's a nasty world we live in. It's only going to get worse. Unless we try to, I mean, I guess, what is that what we're doing? Trying to fix it? I don't know. I ain't got the answers for the world. Oh, no, I do, I do think that we're making... <laughs> I'm about to say, I think we're making progress, but I can't even honestly say that. Like, looking around, I don't know if we... I don't know if I can honestly say we're making progress. Why? Because we had a black president? And now, look. Not even that. Like, I just think... I don't I don't know if we're, like, what... Then then again, in order for us to really judge whether or Like, I feel like right now, it's not, so much awareness that we have to raise in our community and that's what we spend so much time on you know what's crazy though it literally starts with just like i li- I think it literally starts with your com- like your immediate community because i think anytime we say community you automatically think of like the grant like the entire black community but if everybody that really wants to make a change not only be the change that they not only is the change that they want to see in the world but also in their house does the work in their direct community like in their immediate community in their household really amongst their neighborhood household. amongst their just the local school amongst your local businesses like if you until you actually do the work in your local commu- community how can you expect everybody else or the community as a whole to pick up and move on you know what i mean like if everybody t- did the work in their own community then we'd all start seeing substantial progress. And it's like, that's another reason I'm like, that's another reason I always say people full of shit. Cause it's like, yo, I'm tired of constantly hearing niggas complain about Donald Trump and y'all niggas is ignoring problems that are directly in your face right now. So I'm like, what are y'all talking I'm like, yo, see, I just, I, yo, I genuinely feel like people just find what everybody else is complaining about and just latch onto it. Cause everybody else is complaining about that. And I'm just like, yo, you can't really, you aren't like, you, how are you going to complain about a macro issue where you're not even dealing with the micro issues? It's right in front of your face. Listen. Now I feel like you're just talking to talk. Exactly. <laughs> now I feel like you're just joining the conversation just to join the conversation. Right in the clout wave. Just want to be a part of something. And it's like you don't you're, you're, you don't even know what you're standing for right now. Right now you're falling for for, for fuckery. <laughs> you falling for fuckery. Falling for fuckery's jokes. Like, it's just, I don't know. This world has a lot of work to be done. The black community, of course the main community that I bangs with. They've got a lot of work to be done too. I mean, and I'm not saying I'm not with it because I'm with it. Obviously, I'm a part of that community so I've got to be with the change that we want to see. Right. But damn, I need other... We we, we also need the, everybody else to be on board with that too. Like, But, you know. You know one thing I want to touch on which is really... A, it might be a little far-fetched too. This black men don't cheat shit. <laughs> 
the what's that for the clout? What is that shit about? Because y'all niggas Except know y'all cheat. So what is this? What is this wave? Is this y'all trying to turn a new cheek? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused, and I be seeing Yo, some, I be seeing some, say. some black men that I know cheated <laughs> over here prancing around. Yo, about, shout out to the faithful black men community. <laughs> black men don't cheat. Shout like, out to the faithful black brothers out there and everything. Yeah, shout out to the good ones. Black men dead don't cheat. But the ones that's the the ones that's hiding. Black women cheat. Uh, I don't. I don't know about the the woman, <laughs> but do they cheat? What they do? Mm-mm. Listen, I ain't got those answers either. Shout out to all my good black women out there. Love us more. We just want to be loved. <laughs> but, yeah, no, really. I just want to, where did that come from? Like, no shade or nothing. I mean, that's 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 the internet being the internet, though. Where did that come from, though? What do a lot of, what do, what do any of these, who, who originates any of this shit that, that, that we uh, constantly retweet and promote on, on, on Twitter? And I see some people really standing behind this movement, too. And I'm like, you know, if this is a movement you're trying to start for the greater good, I'm all for it. But if this is for the clout, do not blow mine. Do not. Because I feel like less, more men should stop cheating. But I don't know if cheating these days are the problem. You hear that cheating is not even really the issue in relationships. Sometimes. And how some couples get around that. How do you feel about the rhetoric that um, if, if you love somebody, you will allow them to cheat on you? If I love somebody, I will allow them to cheat on me. <laughs> it's blunt. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> that's about Sir Charlemagne. I respect the word that he does. But that's some, that's some shit I always hear him say. Got to do. He says that shit all the time. He, <laughs> he does. says that shit all the time. And and I, and I always cringe when he says it. Like, what are you talking about, Charlotte? And, and they're probably mad. Somebody probably in the podcast niggas. will be like, "What are you talking about, Charlotte?" Like, if you love somebody, you will let them cheat on you. <laughs> and in my head, I'm just like, "What? I'm not understanding that concept." <laughs> but I, I I feel like if I open my mind to try to understand it, it's just if somebody cheats on you and you love them, you'll work around it. Right. And try to get back to that ground place or that ground level. Maybe that's what he means. But at the same time, how many times we talking, you cheating on me, and me running back to love and saying, oh, love, you know, love is going to keep us going. Like, no, because now, now we're only talking about there's, there's love, but is there respect? Is there trust? Is there any of those other things? Or are we just banking off of love? Because these days, bank is not, I mean, love is not enough to bank off of because... You got people out here that kill you and they love you. Right. I still don't understand that concept. Right. Though, but, so it's right. like, as long as that exists, no. I will not allow you to cheat on me because <laughs> you love me. No. And I don't do to others what I don't want them to do to me. So if I'm not doing it, why you get to do it? Fuck out of here. That's fair. Right. I think that's fair. How you feel about the, uh, the um, what you call it? The Don Q Tory Lane shit. Clouty. How is that clouty? <laughs> Everything. Right? Are you going to call rap beef clouty? I mean, rap beef can be clouty. It can be. It can be, but I don't think niggas is beefing for the clout. In Don Q's thing, he said he knew he knows what he's got to gain if he finishes this nigga. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, like, cause like cloud, in the green, like, uh, Tory, Tory, Tory Lanez is a bigger superstar than Tory than Don. I'm not Cuba's. saying like. So it's like, yeah, if I body Tory, I know what I got to gain in this shit. But I don't think Don went into the situation like, yo, I'm, I'm gonna try to body Tory just to gain, just to uh, to come out the bigger rapper, the better rapper. Tory said something to him first. He should though. They was on IG. They was on the IG live. She and cut I also each other feel like Tory then, was trolling for like. He was trolling. He was doing. He's 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 been doing some trolling. Nah, Tory so Tory has like, been doing a lot lately. He yeah. has been doing a lot lately. I ain't even go front. As far as musically, he's been doing his thing. I'm not saying. Nah, that. yeah, I mean, Do yeah, last album. I ain't go front. I said the last album was whack. But I saw. I realized afterwards is that he made that last album for the little high school niggas. Oh, he did. I can't. I can't knock him for it. If you listen, to, if you listen to the, if you listen to the like the uh, the content of that music and it's the type of music, that's some little high school shit. And I'm like, yo, when you think about it. If you get to, if you get um catered towards the the people from like 14 to 18 right now. That'll do something for you in the long in the long run, right? Ten years from now, the niggas is gonna be twenty four and twenty to twenty four to twenty eight. So you still right. Off, right, exactly. So I can't even knock that. I wasn't. I'm. I i was not mad at the last album. I ain't, I didn't like it, but then I realized afterwards, I'm like, yo, this album is not for me. That's why I don't oh, like it. I got you. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. It do. But see, all in all, though, Tory definitely got clapped in this shit. He definitely got clapped in this whole little. Um, I just feel like it was a little bit cloudy because Tory got too excited. Like, get excited. That's fine. She got too excited. Then you started doing some bird shit. Then you called out Dream Doll. And then it's like, oh, where'd you go with this shit? Like, like you was doing so good. <laughs> and then you did that. And then she had to come out with a clap back and I clap you front. up. That shit was fire. Y'all forgot what beat she rapped over, but that shit was fire. Was it Nikki's? It was a Sheether. It sounded like one of the Yo, Nikki and Remy beat Ma she... Beef beats. It sounded like one beat? of them. Am I bugging? Was it the, was it the, was it Burn? I think it was a mob beat, burn beat. That's not helping me. Because, because <laughs> like Don Q's electric guitar. Because <laughs> Don rapped over the um, he rapped over the vic over the victory beat. I'm trying to remember who rapped over what. Damn, I don't even remember. But whatever, Dream Doll walked on her shit though. I ain't even go front. Tori she definitely walked do, on her shit. Do a Drake beat on my bugging. He right, he right, he rapped over Duppy Freestyle. Yeah. Uh, Don rapped over um Victory Lap. I think Dream Doll rapped over the Burn, the Can Burn beat, the, the, the um Mob Deep Burn shit. You heard this beat before though. Is it that beat? Is it? But I can't even. If I wish I could just find her shit from now and then. That was a good. That was a good, good response. I mean, her music. The it could have been mixed and mastered better. But it's a, it's a, it's a what you call song, it. It's a, it a, 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 a disc record. Yeah, exactly. It's a disc record. I ain't so even I going like, front though. I never, I never bumped a, a Dream Door track in my life. Me neither. <laughs> so I don't I know. know that she I don't know how she rap or nothing like that. I already know. I mean, I don't think she sounds bad rapping or anything. But I don't hear her music like that too much. On my own time. This is true. This is true. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else I want to touch on while you're here. Even though this won't be your last time coming on the show, that's dreams. That's not that's not dream though, but that's dreams. The Biggie record, the shit that Nicki Minaj flipped, and everybody thought was her original record, which blew my but different stuff. <laughs> Did they? A lot of Nicki fans are moving like she that she pulled them and created that beat. I'm like my nigga, she definitely took I mean, that whole Nikki concept. Fans are young. True. Young? What? They around my age? You should know that. You should know that. I mean. But these are females. You gotta understand. Some of these females depend on what you listen to. Not everybody grew up in that era where they cared about. Yo, that. I don't know if this is gonna sound sexist, but sexist or not, but fuck it. I did not know women like um listening to Gunna and shit like that. 
Facts. I always do. No funny shit. I always thought Facts. women listen to like R and B. And just female rappers. I ain't know. I ain't know women fuck with that shit. I'm like, what? I was just listening to Lil Baby. I'm like, you like this shit? I didn't know that. Damn. I daddy ain't know that. I might even gonna lie to you. Yeah. Come on now. Get with it, my guy. You can't. That that was a little sexist. How? That's another thing I hate too. I hate the political correctness of everything. That, right? I mean, because I don't care for you to be politically nah, correct. Nah, no, nah. no. Me touching this while I'm here because I feel like everybody being forcing each other to be politically correct is forcing everybody to be liars and deceivers. If you got some, um, if you if you have an unpip, unpopular opinion, or if you got some shit that might sound borderline racist or borderline sexist or borderline, what's the other shits that they be saying? Misogynist and all of that. Yeah. So I'd rather you get it off. It your... almost feels like some of these people just learned these words and it's trying. Yo, to I just learned misogyny. I just learned figure. I just uh, uh, what you call it? I just learned the word misogyny like last like year. Toxic masculinity. Tax, all of that shit. Never heard of it before. Toxic, Never heard of it before toxic yeah, last femininity. year. But the reason why I feel like you should allow people to get that shit off their chest is because I'd much rather you get it off your chest and have a dialogue about it than you keep it bottled up inside and front like you feel a different way. You know what I mean? And act off of it. Exactly. It's just like, yo, if somebody is ignorant or something, ignorant to some, on about, if somebody's ignorant, instead of blacking on them and yelling at them for educate being ignorant, them. educate them. But a lot of people also take insult to when somebody calls them ignorant because they think they're calling them stupid. Because we, they, niggas vilified the word ignorant. Niggas vilify everything, bro. They vilify everything. It's got a bad connotation. Ignorant dead ass has a bad connotation toward, towards it. And it's like, when you think about it, everybody's ignorant to something. Mm-hmm. Everybody's ignorant to mad shit. And that's the arrogance with humans in the first place. Niggas I think, think I they know everything. I my grandma ignorant one day. She was like, me, I'm not stupid. <laughs> me, I just, yo. I'm like, weak because my grandmother stupid? uses the word ignorant in, in like, place of stupid. Saying. Of stupid. I'm like, I'm just saying. Right now, as far as this goes... You are ignorant to this. Meaning you're uneducated to this fact. This is true. I ain't gonna find I think we touched I think we touched on enough for now and this is not gonna be the last time on the show. I'm I'm kinda surprised it took you sixteen episodes to get here. But you're here nonetheless I mean, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm glad that you are here. And I, I appreciate you and your friendship. She's chatting, but you get the vibe. I'm always around. I'm everywhere and nowhere at the same time. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Later. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the King Bentley Podcast. It was greatly appreciated. Make sure you continue to spread the word and um, share the podcast with your friends and neighbors and close family members and things of that nature. Don't forget to subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, on SoundCloud, on Spotify, and on Google Play. I'll catch y'all next week. That's it for the King Bailey Podcast.